You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Do you have fantasy football questions you need answered before your draft? Don't miss Locked On Fantasy Live tonight, August 18th at 9 p.m. Eastern, streaming on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. Subscribe now so you don't miss it. Our stable of fantasy experts will answer your questions live or submit them ahead of time to the at Locked On Network on Twitter. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. Follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me as always is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how are you today? I am very good. Looking forward to that Wednesday night um, Locked On Fantasy get-together that you mentioned there. I'm going to be a part of that. And we had a really fun show yesterday, so let's just keep it rolling with two more teams. That's a series we got going here with, with Kate and Marcus. That's right. Just starting those team previews. You better check your calendar. That's tonight, though. You've got that team that right, right. That Fantasy Live is tonight. You'll be answering questions <laughs> along with some of our other fantasy analysts. We are continuing our team preview, though. We talked Falcons and and uh, Bills yesterday. We had a, a really gross draft where you you blew me away. You got Kyle Pitts. You got Josh Allen. That was that was bad. I'm going to see if I can improve on that this time later in the show. But before we do that, we we've, we've got to talk about these teams. We're talking Panthers and Bengals today. We'll t- start with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, and you know all the names here. Of course, they get Sam Darnold from the Jets. He's their new quarterback taking over for Teddy Bridgewater, who they ultimately uh, sent packing to Denver. They've got Christian McCaffrey back, uh, hopefully healthy this year. Missed much of last season. Uh, and, and they also lost Mike Davis, uh, who was was pretty impressive last year. We talked about Davis a little bit yesterday with that Falcons discussion. Davis is in Atlanta. Uh, but he took over for McCaffrey last year. And at wide receiver, they've, they've got a trio, a different trio this year. DJ Moore is back. Robbie Anderson is back. Terrace Marshall, the rookie, is taking over for Curtis Samuel, who is now in Washington. I, I don't know. I didn't realize how much this team lost. Mike Davis, Curtis Samuel, Teddy Bridgewater, three big pieces of their offense gone this year, uh, gone from last year, Matt. Before we get to specifics here, what's your overall take on the Carolina Panthers? The Starnold experiment's really interesting, and I know we're going to talk about him specifically here in a minute, but I understand that they took a almost a draft prospect view of him. You know, he's only 23 years old, which is mind-boggling, that they looked at him as, let's pretend he's a rookie coming to our team for the first time. Can we utilize those great traits and fix what's wrong with them? And go from there. So it's a sort of low-risk experiment that'll be massive ramifications, good or bad, for this full franchise. But I like what they're doing. You know, I mean, last year, the entire draft was defense. You know, they realized they had to get young and fast on that side of the ball. They've got some weapons uh, on offense. I will say they made a couple early free agent head-scratcher O-line moves that I didn't quite get. But other than that, I like their plan. I think I like their plan as well. You you mentioned the Darnold uh, move was relatively low risk, and and I agree with that in a vacuum, I guess. But yeah. big picture, they could have had they could have had Justin Fields on this team, right? I mean right, the way right. the way the draft fell, and of course they already had Darnold at that point. But the way the draft fell, Justin Fields was there for 
for them to take. And presumably because they had already invested in Sam Darnold, they went a different direction. So big picture, I think it's kind of a, a, a big risk uh, and, and a lot there that they're investing in Sam Darnold. W- what I want to get your thoughts, though, on regarding Darnold, it's hard to talk about him without talking about his former head coach, Adam Gase. And we've all heard the the narrative at this point that once these players get away from, from coach Adam Gase, that's when they can really see some success. We've seen it with quarterbacks, specifically Ryan Tannehill. And we've seen it with, with other players like, like Darnold's teammate, Robbie Anderson, Devontae Parker, uh, and, and several others. Uh, Miles Gaskin, Kenyon Drake, you know, the, the list kind of goes on and on here. Yeah. Right. So can Sam Darnold essentially be the next Ryan Tannehill, have some success as a former first round quarterback uh, in that second stop once he gets away from Adam Gase? Yeah, I tend to lean towards yes. And I'll admit I'm an apologist for Carson Wentz, Jame, Jameis Winston, I was for Tannehill when he was in a similar situation and was floundering in Miami. And I am for Darnold as well. Takes me a long time to go off of these highly talented guys that I liked early in their career and had hope for, especially when they overcome so many hardships at this level. I absolutely trust the Panthers organization, coaching staff, supporting cast, much like Indy with Wentz, to get a lot more out of him than he was before. What I don't know, though, is can he be an every-week starting quarterback for the long term for 10 years for Carolina? And he needs to cut down on the mistakes for those things to happen. But he's an inherent risk-taker back to his days, actually kind of like Winston Winston, back to his days in high school, college. I mean, I don't know that you'll coach that stuff out of him, but can you live with it? Yeah, even even with the comparison that we're making to Tannehill, I they're not the same type of quarterback. It, it's more, no. it's more of a situational uh, comparison here, but I mean, e- even Tannehill who who's now um, into his early thirties ha- has become a low end quarterback one or, or high end quarterback two. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's probably not fair to say Darnold can't do that, but it's, it's just, it's hard to see with as much as, as he struggled. And, and I guess then you, you try to go back to Miami three, four years ago and, and think about what Ryan Tannehill was doing. Yeah, but Tannehill's the exception to the rule. Sure. I mean, there right. aren't many of them that do that. I mean, I think Darnold's capable, same with Wentz and Jameis, but probably one of those three actually does it. So if that's the group, if it's Darnold, Wentz, Jameis trying to resurrect their career as former starters, former uh, first-round picks... Who's the one you're banking on? Who? Wentz was my favorite in his best <laughs> at, at any point. So I'll still go there. But he has the worst habits of the three right now. Um, oh, that, that's a big statement. By far. That's a big yeah, statement. Right. Are you sure? Big statement. Are you sure about that? <sighs> Pretty sure. I mean, their lows collectively are, you know, Mariana's trench low. I mean, like as low as the, you can get on the planet. I guess I'd go Wentz, Darnold, Winston. I mean, I don't even know if Jameis is a starter, although I think he will be, but, you know. I mean, honestly, I think I think Winston's lows and Carson Wentz's lows are, are worse than what we've seen from Darnold. Maybe. 
Their highs are better, though, by far. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. All right. Good talk on Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers. I agree. I think being in this offense, not only just being away from Adam Gaze, but I think being in this offense specifically, which uh, we we saw Teddy Bridgewater have some success in. He was a a mid-range QB, too. I, I think Darnold's more talented than Teddy by a long ways, oh, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bridgewater and, and that offense also supported uh, three fantasy-relevant wide receivers along with Mike Davis uh, last year. So if you if you give give a little bit of that to McCaffrey, maybe take away from uh, presumably the, the rookie Terrace Marshall, I think this offense is in for another big year. And, and any piece of it that's coming cheap uh, is one I want to take advantage of. And, and right now that's Sam Darnold. I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Matt, when we come back, we're talking about the Cincinnati Bengals. Let me tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing, and you can track all that action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, information for all your sporting news needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL. Even all your UFC, MMA action, they got so much going on here. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or your mobile device. It's super easy. And check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get in the game as teams preps for their runs for the playoffs as well. Uh, head to the website and or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code Locked On. All one word, all caps, locked on. That's 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Matt, we're back. It's time to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. We, we've, we've talked about this team quite a bit. Of course, Joe Burrow coming off his rookie season and also coming off that nasty injury. Most reports are good for him but 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 cautionary so, so. yeah a yeah. cautionary i think um overall i'm i'm excited about this offense i think everybody is uh we also got joe mixon uh, trying to trying to bounce back both from injury and, and really just kind of a disappointing year last year but really the, the talk has been all about these wide receivers they already had tyler boyd good solid uh, good solid B plus there, and they had T Higgins a year ago, who had a, an impressive rookie season, and then and then they draft Joe Burrow's former teammate Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. Overall thoughts on this Bengals offense or the Bengals team in general? Yeah, I, I think you were a little kind to what we've heard out of Bengals camp mm, thus far. Okay. A lot of I keep hearing things are struggling. It's been clunky, which. Hasn't moved the needle for me, to be honest with you. I mean, Burrow's coming back from a monster injury. Chase didn't play football last year. In general, they're extremely young on that side of the ball. Um, The offensive line isn't great, and they're trying new things there. And frankly, it's one of the least respected organizations in the league with the losingest head coach in the league (laughs) that doesn't have a lot of experience. So... Um, is that stew going to be quite as tasty right away as it can be? Probably not when you add up all those things. But I do think that they have a star in Burrow. And 
I mean, I've I've often said this in my on my Pittsburgh radio show that I think Steeler fans should worry more about Burrow than Baker or Lamar. You know, for the next 10, 12 years, I think he's a total star. I know we're going to talk about Chase in particular, but I have no worries about him. I really don't. I just think he's a superstar talent that will be the wide receiver one there, and Higgins will be an exceptional two. Boyd is a move the chains, tough guy three, which is kind of exactly how you want to build that thing. So, I, I mean, they have questions, and the, the older I get, the more I back coaches and organizations rather than I do you know, individual players, and I don't really back the Bengals, but I think they're, the, the offensive talent can overcome some hardships from those in charge. Yeah, that, that's very fair. I, I like where you're going there with just, just your general doubt with the Bengals because, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is, it's hard to trust the organization as a whole based on what we've seen over the last, really the last 20 years. Like my lifetime, right, right, right. Yeah, pretty close. You know, I'm a, I'm a sad Knicks fan, and, you know, the Knicks are just never going to win until – they get an ownership change, right? It's not a yeah, not a right, coaching right. change, not a not a new superstar coming to town. They're not going to win until there's an ownership change, and we might be dealing with the same kind of thing here in Cincinnati. I tend to think so, but fantasy can be better. Even if they're four and thirteen, they can help us for fantasy. Well, let's let's talk a little more specifically about Jamar Chase, though, because he he comes into the league. He's a top five pick, and He's immediately being valued ahead of T. Higgins, uh, certainly ahead of Tyler Boyd, and being valued as highly as a top 10 dynasty wide receiver in, in startups and in our ADP. Uh, and, and, of, of course, he's he's probably earned that based on what we saw on the field two seasons ago. You, you mentioned he didn't play football last year, obviously. Um, the reports have not been great on him either, specifically that no, he's no. he's not separating and uh, not gaining separation on routes. And, you know, just that, that one report, it's like that ripple effect. Um, I've seen him already dropping in late dynasty startups. I've seen him dropping in late uh, rookie drafts. And I've certainly seen him dropping in redraft leagues. And as a result, we're seeing T. Higgins make a quick jump here, almost back to where he was before the Jamar Chase pick. Chase is so young, though. I mean, he dominated as a 19-year-old, I mean, and then didn't play the following year. I understand that there probably are truths to him not being a great separator. I think he has work to do as a route runner and setting up defensive backs. And it is a little worrisome to me that his profile as a prospect he usually just bullied his opponent. I mean, often right off the line of scrimmage, just a really physical, aggressive player. And that's not going to fly at the NFL level. Uh, Higgins is more of a technician. Boyd's definitely more of a technician. But I still think the sky's the limit for this guy. I mean, one, a couple weeks of so-so reports from beat writers that need to find something to write about every day that are watching a play or two, you know, watching each play but not rewinding and you know studying everything to the extreme doesn't change my mind that much yeah yeah i think you're probably right and and i I, this just makes me remember and again they're certainly not the same type of players but it it is an interesting uh, coincidence i guess 
This time last year, we were hearing some some negative reports about Chase's former teammate, Justin Jefferson, that uh, he he wouldn't be a starter, that he was struggling in right, he right. was struggling in camp as well, and you know we even saw him play sparingly the first couple weeks of the regular season, and then we know what happened from then on. So uh, that's not. Not to say that Jamar Chase is going to replicate that that Justin Jefferson season, but I'm with you. I mean, this, this guy's it's not overreact. Yeah, yeah, this guy is super young. If you want to move him down a, a little bit in in your redraft leagues, that's probably fair. Probably being a, overvalued a little bit there, uh, but in dynasty, this this guy's still a a top twelve, top fifteen wide receiver in dynasty already. Uh, if he goes. Half the season, if he goes the whole season and and these struggles become apparent, then we can talk. We can reevaluate. For now, it's it's all systems go still. Yep, and I actually have one league where we haven't done a rookie draft yet. And yeah, me I'm too. Sitting there, it's, which is crazy. I mean, but <laughs> would you chase versus Pitts? Do you have a strong feeling on that at this point? Uh, I was I was chase over Pitts barely, uh, re- okay. really through the entire off season. Um, and that's, that's still where I am. Uh, I mean, I, I would not argue with taking either one. Uh, I, I, th- yeah, I think yeah. they're in the same tier. Um, I know you're taking Najee over both of them, right? I am. Yeah. What's funny in this league, I have one, one and one, three. So I'm going to take Najee and then I'll just take the other one. You know, I'm fine with whoever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Matt, when we come back, just like yesterday, we'll finish up with a mini mock draft from the Bengals and Panthers. Folks, I want to take a minute here to tell you guys about Built Bar. They've been a really great sponsor and ally here to the entire Locked On Network and to my family as well. My son's 14. He's real into lifting weights now and working out. He just crushes Built Bars as soon as they pretty much walk in the door. Um, my wife is kind of a chocolate connoisseur, and she's real picky about the, you know, in these bars. Some of the chocolate you get on the outside is really waxy. Not the case at all with Built Bar. And there's 18 amazing flavors, including six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcotta, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp to go around, to go with the original 12 flavors. Uh, they're great for the health conscious guy or woman. Um, you lose weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Um, some of these, all these bars have a little bit different qualifications, but let's just pick one out of the air here. Peanut butter has 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, only five grams of sugars and five grams of net carbs. Um, how about cookies and cream only has 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs. And that's what you get with all these, which is unbelievable. So go to builtbar.com, use our promo code locked 15. That's locked one, five, all one word. And you get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag wherever you get your podcast. Matt, it is mock draft time. We've got eight picks. This was fun yesterday. Yeah, it was. It was. I got I got obliterated, I think, but uh, that's, that's all right. We'll see. Luck of the draw. See if I can bounce back today. 
So I'm going to give you your choice. You can have one or two and three. Well, you're up to you then. Because you got the, you did get short of the stick yesterday. Uh, I'm going to take... I, I had the 2-3 pick yesterday. I'm going to take the 2-3 pick again today, I think. I'm going to let you have okay, the top okay. spot. I'll go 2-3. Uh, again, we're just drafting from the Bengals and the Panthers, the two teams we've talked about today. Uh, and this is based on Dynasty Superflex. Who's the 101, Matt? Yeah, man, we're treating it like a startup. Yes. I'm going to take Joe Burrow. Again, uh, I, I, I raved about him. It wasn't a slam dunk, but you got to take the quarterback. I thought you might go a different direction, so I, I, I took my chance. But uh, it it is close for me between Burrow and Christian McCaffrey. Um, sure, sure. So I'll, I'll, I'll certainly take McCaffrey with the two pick. I, I still think he's a first-round uh, dynasty startup pick, even in the super flex format. I think he's the only running back worthy of that right now. Um, so I'll, I'll take McCaffrey at two and at three, I'll take our God Jamar chase. I'm just like you. I'm not worried yet. I'll take him at three. No, I, I think that's the direction I would have went as well, but I am not hesitating one bit to take Joe Mixon at four, but five is hard for me. There's, Three competitors on this one. I'm going to go with DJ Moore. I'm very fond of his upside and really think Bridgewater destroyed his fantasy production last year, and he still was a good producer. Yeah, this next one is easy. Um, I actually prefer T. Higgins to DJ Moore. So I'll, I thought you might. I'll, yeah. I'll take Higgins at six. Uh, we've done it again. We've hit a little bit of a wall here. Mm, uh, I think there's an easy one here. Yeah, I, th- I think in Superflex, I got to go with Sam Darnold. Right. That, that, that's my, my point, too. I mean, if, if this was not Superflex, which is a regular type of draft, he's not even the consideration in the top 10, probably. But he's a starting quarterback. He's 23 years old. and He's got a lot of ability. So that leaves me with the last pick, correct? That's it. Uh, it it's got to be between one of these wide receivers. You've got Robbie Anderson, Tyler Boyd, yeah. and Terrace Marshall. Which one of those guys do you want in a Dynasty League? And Marshall had a really good week, and his stock looks like it's climbing as well. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to go Anderson. I, I think Anderson's the best football player of the group right now, and he's coming off a heck of a year. Yeah, had a, had a great year. He's, uh, as we said earlier, another one of these players who had a career year once he got away from uh, right, from Adam right, Gaze. Gaze. The curse of Adam Gaze. We'll see if Sam Darnold can be the next one to break that. Who would you have taken of those three? I would have taken, you know who I would have taken, Terrace Marshall. I want the young guy. Yeah, uh, he's pretty good. Yeah, all, all three of those guys are close, though. I, I think all three have a have a nice year. I'm with you. If you're thinking short-term, I would have gone with Anderson. Long-term, Rob, uh, long-term Marshall. Terrace Marshall. Boyd kind of stuck in the middle. Yeah, he would have been third for me, actually, but I like him. That's it for today's show. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.